This is the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Inside the ring. Outside the ring. It's all here. We're talking about the greatest sport of all, professional wrestling. Come on. And now, here's Nick and Keith. Welcome back to the Universal Wrestling Podcast. Today's topic, Keith, is the 2023 WWE Draft. It did kick off Friday last week on SmackDown. We're going to discuss that. And then uh, Monday night is round two of the WWE Draft. Um, Just, you know, in a nutshell, before we get into each picks, let's hear your thoughts. I'll start first. Um, Performance-wise, like what the draft is, I think it could be a little better. I understood the picks. I'm not talking about the picks, just the mm. draft itself. It just kind of fell flat. I mean, the the special uh, presenters, that was pretty cool. But other than that, I just it didn't connect with me. I don't know. Maybe I just I'm so used to the NFL draft and how good that is on national television with the analyst and, you know, a lot of good stats, a lot of good information popping up on the screen. I didn't get that with the draft. I got Triple H walking out and giving me information about something very confusing with mm. the draft. I understood the picks. I get the picks. I think the picks made sense. For me, uh, I'll give it a C, like performance-wise, if we're going right. to grade. Um, let's hear it. What do you got, brother? Well, it doesn't do it any favors that, like, this draft for this, you know, predetermined sport is happening on the same weekend as – very the actual point. NFL draft. So you're not doing it any favors because you you have those that side by side comparison of seeing yeah. these these college kids watching their dreams come true and you know crying their eyes out when it happens. Shout out Jalen Smith, my man. Yeah. So like you know you got these guys like having this emotional high from everything because it's everything they've worked their entire life to that point up to. And yeah. then you have WWE draft where it's just like okay, this is a thing that's happening this year and it's not really necessarily going to stick because be honest the draft never really does outside of like championships and like yeah you know it's hard to like give that same performance like you were saying it's you know you're you're watching the one happen where it's life-changing and then you're watching this one that's just like all right that's part of the script this week yeah um you know we'll get more into the picks i i think um i i would agree with you on like a c i mean the um i think the big lacking thing you would kind of mention before we got in here was like the like lacking in like an analysis or like even like seeing them, like you don't, I don't need to see, you know, Cody like, oh yeah. And like putting on like a raw hat and everything and coming out and holding the Jersey and shaking exactly. hand and everything to go to raw. I don't necessarily need any of that, but like, even just like thinking about like the original drafts, like back in the day, like the, I think it was the very first one when Flair drafted the undertaker and it was just all of them sitting in the locker room and undertaker just being like, what the hell? Cause like him and Flair were feuding and like, Give me something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah, especially especially using Cody again as like that example where it's just like, all right, cool. Like I'm pretty sure Roman went first round, first pick to SmackDown, whatever. So cool, that happened. Then Cody's the next pick for Raw. Has show Cody just like, like damn it, I'm I'm getting taken away from him again now. Like that's what I wanted. Like yes, ah, oh, oh, I'm in the wrong place now. Something yeah. simple like that. You know? But, yeah. I think it's you know again like you said it's it's really cool to see this happen for a. Uh, you know, predetermined sport, you know, mm-hmm. obviously we know what's going to happen, but we want that, you know, that celebration that, Oh my God, or the disappointment, like you said, Cody and Roman on different brands, like, okay, the story is, you know, continuing. Exactly. We didn't get that. We got, you know, nothing really. We got Cody's music, his graphic, and that's it. But let's get to the first round of night one, which was on SmackDown. Um, round one started with uh, the first pick, P- 
pick, obviously, Roman Reigns, but that also followed with Solo and Paul Heyman, not the Usos. I thought that was really mm-hmm. interesting. The story continues with the bloodline. Uh, number two pick overall goes to uh, Raw. Cody Rhodes was selected for Raw. SmackDown had the third pick. And something I think we both really wanted to see happened. Uh, Bianca Belair is going to SmackDown, but she still has the Raw title. We'll get into that. And then the fourth uh, pick of the first round went to Raw, and that was Becky Lynch. Um, Again, I understood the picks. I get the picks. But let's hear it. Give me your highs and lows of round one um, of the draft. So, yeah, I mean, again, this is another one we were kind of touching on before we got on here today. I think it's just like... You know, a lot of the picks make sense with different things. I just, I'm always confused by the the drafting of, like, an exclusive champion to the other draft, like, to the other brand. Yeah. Um. You know, being, using just what we're talking about here as an example, Bianca. Bianca's the current Raw Women's Champion. Well, she's drafted to SmackDown. Like, okay. So now, just by making that one pick, you're telling me that Rhea's definitely going to have to go to SmackDown now. Correct. Which is fine. Yeah. That's fine. But, like, you're ruining your own story with that. And then, two, we're going to have to get another one of these stupid oh, things God. of them, like, meeting in the ring or meeting in the back, like the New yeah. Day in the Street Province did that year of being like, oh, that one. <laughs> Just a quick title switch yeah. up. Like, uh, damn, yeah. man. Like, if you're going to do this kind of thing, that's fine. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to draft the Raw Women's Champion to SmackDown, Cool. Raw Women's Championship should go vacant then, and yeah. vice versa. If they're gonna, if they're gonna, because then it makes it something. If you do it that way, then it's like, okay, well, maybe Rhea isn't gonna go to Raw then. Like maybe they're not gonna do it that way. Maybe it's Bianca's vacating that because she's going to SmackDown now. Rhea's a SmackDown champion now. Instead, now I know we're gonna get Bianca and Rhea in a match for a title, and it's like, yep. boom, done. Let's go. Cool. Oh no, we know Zelina's gonna lose to Rhea now because she's gonna definitely feud with Belair. I don't care. I already think Zelina's going to lose. Not a big yeah. deal. I think that's what but it like in the moment. It's just like this weird, you know, it's like a weird thing. Like why don't send a champion to the other brand. If you're going to yeah. like have this brand exclusivity, don't send them. Exactly. I think that's what's missing too. And that's what we brought up in the beginning of the episode. It's just the, the dots are not being connected. Like mm-hmm. I, I get it. Bianca needs a fresh new start. And again, I think we both love that idea. I just think it needs to make sense. I think the dots need to be connected, and that's maybe where you bring in a Graves and a Byron who are in the back, you know, as analysts saying, well, we know the big, you know, the big obvious right now is that uh, your Raw champion for the women's division was drafted to SmackDown. Give me something, man. Tell me why. I mean, again, Vega's going to lose. Yes, Puerto Rico, that makes sense. But Rhea is the top dog. She's going to SmackDown. I just want something more. I, I don't think it's that difficult to sit down in the creative room with the writers and say, well, the obvious is Raw is going to lose their women's champion. What do we do? How do we fill that void? Or not even fill the void, but how do we make it um, more understanding for the viewer, for us, for the mm-hmm. for the lifelong fans that want to bitch a moon on a podcast? <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck, man? Who like, does that? Just, just give me a, a reason why to... Uh, to enjoy the draft. I mean, yes, the picks make sense. Just mm-hmm. give me a little more. It's just like, I guess it just comes down to, and I mean, we'll go through the rest of the picks here because there wasn't anything too. I mean, there's a couple more egregious ones too, but yeah. like, it just comes like down to the whole thing of like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have this draft to like really underline the fact that like, well, Raw and SmackDown are separate brands, like build story into that. 
so that that way when it comes around the Survivor Series and it's just like the only time of the year that Raw and SmackDown superstars interact, or they used to say that anyway. I don't think they do it anymore. But like, you can do that again though. If you want to, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have this draft, keep the brands really like exclusive then, and give us a reason to care. Yeah, you know uh, exactly. Let's get anyway. to it. Round two: yeah. SmackDown selects the Street Profits. Raw selects. Uh, Imperium, all three guys. That's really cool. Then SmackDown is up next. They select um, the Rated R Superstar Edge. That is really cool. And then they round out round two with the fourth and final pick. Raw selects Matt Ritter. Matt Ritter. Jeez, Matt Riddle. <laughs> Matt Riddle. Ritter, Ritter wishes he could go to Raw. Yeah, um, he is Raw. He smacks it Raw. Yep, there you go. That was a nice segue. <laughs> um, yes, round two is finished again. I get it. I love these picks. I think profits, they need a little change. Thank God they didn't split them. They are on SmackDown. I dig it. Come on. This made sense. Gunther, that mm-hmm. made sense. This and round then, absolutely did. And then I think you're going to you're gonna bring this up too. Intercontinental champions on Raw. Theory, makes sense. Lashley's on SmackDown. Maybe they still have something there. Um, I dig it. I even like Edge. I like the pick with Edge. I know he's just in and out of the picture right now and maybe he has one more year left. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it. I think it makes sense. I think they need somebody like uh, like a, like an Edge, like a Hall of Famer on SmackDown for the two-hour show. I think it's, it's great. I really do like it. And then Riddle, I get it. I think he's up there with uh, top stars. I think he's uh, – really entertaining i just think you know the randy situation kind of screwed him also yeah. you know him in his personal life that did not help but uh definitely i dig it i love round two again the yeah. picks i'm not upset with the picks i get it i love it it's just the uh they didn't capitalize on oh my god you know profits smackdown you know and no one's no one talked about well i thought they were going to split up you know I, I want that i want that you know from the analysis or or analysts or uh you know call colin uh barrett saying something but again picks great makes sense keith what do you got brother well and it goes i mean it goes again i mean you would mention the ic title moving and everything but like it goes again like missed opportunities with stuff of with imperium now moving to raw with gunter moving to raw the 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 new heavyweight championship is going to be raw exclusive it sounds like is that's it seems what it's going to be so if that's the case gunter's going to raw now I want Gunther to have a bigger belt. Yeah. You know, I love him as the IC champion. I want him to take over the longest reign, put the honky tonk man to rest. Finally, that'd be awesome. Yes. Um, Please. <laughs> so yeah, but like, cool. Like, but, but that's, that's again, like just this missed thing. It's just like, okay, Imperium's going to raw next one. Like now, yeah. like talk it up some like, okay. So this means the intercontinental championship is moving to raw. This also means Gunther's going to be on the brand that has the heavyweight title. That could totally happen. Yeah. You know, uh, implications with theory potentially happen to come to SmackDown now or not. If it is going to be a thing, like I was saying, like we got to, if you're, if a champion switches brands, he's got to vacate his title, but all just left on the table. Yeah. Give me a tournament for the U S title, the, the IC title, right. The women's raw title, the women's SmackDown title, you know, triple H, he loves tournaments. Give it to me. That would be cool. And I think there is going to be a uh, tournament for the new raw title. So, um, any last words? I mean, uh, Edge is on SmackDown. Profits, they did not split up. I love that. Uh, Riddle, you know, like I said, it is what it is. I think uh, him being on Raw makes sense. But uh, what do you got before we get to round three? Any last uh, comments? 
No, I'm I'm right there with you with it all. Um, I will say I'm glad this I'm glad the province didn't break up. Um, because we've talked about that in other videos and stuff on the past here. I I don't want them to break up really anytime no. too soon. I will say that I do feel like with the profits specifically, I mean any tag team really it would fall to, but with the profits specifically, um, I think the draft is the way to break them up. You know, yeah. we saw it again back in the very, very, very first draft in the Vince McMahon and Ric Flair eras yeah. of it. Um, that's how they broke up the Dudley Boys. Yes. Uh, Vince selected just Bubba Ray, which was Bubba. Which was crazy. At the time, we're all like, oh, what the hell? Do that again. Then you don't have, then it's a thing where you don't have to have this, like, one of them turning heel, one of them getting made to look like a chump in a feud, you know, anything like that. They can literally both just be the same exact characters they are, have this, like, damn, man, it's been a good run. We won won both the tag team championships. See what we can do with singles. Good luck to you. I'll see it Survivor Series, maybe on on the opposite teams. If we do, shake hands, mad respect. No animosity. Because then you can you get this chance to have them both have these singles runs. It seems like they want to put Tez on one, which is great. So let them both have let try to push both of them as singles people. See how they do. If it doesn't work for either of them, potentially, cool. Next week, next year's draft, draft the one back over. Oh, yeah. street profits are back together. No harm, no foul. No yeah. weird storyline you got to make up. They're just like sick. We're back. Hell yeah! Boom. Let's start fighting for tag titles again. Yeah, and again, I think the issue with that is the Usos, or no, 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 sorry, Jesus, I'm so used to saying the Usos are champions. <laughs> Sammy uh, and KO Sammy and Sammy KO. are champions of the both both titles. I mean, it's just the same thing. I think we're going to talk about it in the next video with uh, the WWE Raw World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, they did that because mm-hmm. they didn't want to take it off of Roman. I mean, it's just difficult. Yeah. But, um. Let's get to round three. Keith, round three was probably my favorite round of the WWE draft. Uh, SmackDown goes off, goes first, and they select Bobby Lashley. Then uh, pick two was for uh, Raw. Raw selects Drew McIntyre, and this was really cool. This was kind of under, I don't know, just it didn't seem like they, uh, I don't know, maybe they didn't know AJ was going to come back. Yeah. Maybe it just seemed like Cole was, uh, Cole and Wade did not know this was going to happen. I just, I want it more. Again, I'm nitpicking. The third pick for round three was for SmackDown. They selected the OC. So that is Styles, Gallows, Anderson, and yeah, Mia Yim. So that was cool. I, yes. Yes. Micha, Mia. <laughs> Whatever Yim. it is. Micha and Mia Yim. Yeah. Micha, What's Mia, it present, present Mia, Micha, and Yim. Yeah. Who knows anymore? It's Mia Yim. Exactly. Um, so SmackDown. Um, I think killed it in round three. Lashley, I get the reason why I understand that Roman needs somebody, but I think he needed this. I think he needed a new fresh start just because of what happened with uh, Wyatt and the LA night mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, him not having a, a match at WrestleMania. So this is really cool. Drew is on raw. I think that is much needed. This might be his time to come back. He's done with uh, Sheamus, I think. And, Uh, The Brawling Brutes, that was really cool. But he follows uh, Gunther to Raw. And again, I thought this was my favorite round of uh, the draft. But uh, let's hear it, Keith. What do you got? Um, I'm with you. I loved this one uh, around. Specifically, specifically, I love Drew going to Raw following Gunther over because we've had Sheamus Gunther in a singles. We've had Sheamus Gunther Drew in a triple threat. Now give me Drew and Sheamus. Or Drew and Gunther solo. Like, let's just complete the trifecta here. And I'll just be rock hard about what we see slapping around. Yeah, all about buddy. it. Um, 
Yeah. So that's huge. Lashley, I like that move going over. I don't have we seen Lashley Roman yet? They I did. We, they did. I think did, so. right. Yeah. yeah, they've they've had a thing. Run that back though. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm down to seeing that again. And like you said, I'm huge. The Miz, great. The Miz, oh, I, I, I the feel Miz. like I've been the Miz, Thank I feel like you. I've been I've been talking about. He's I feel bad kind of for the Miz because like he gets so shit on, but it's like he gets so shit on because he does his job really well. Yep. He's like never injured. He's like a fantastic heel that's just really good at generating heat. Cheap or not, he just does it really well. Exactly. Um, and he knows how to just get like he just he's just he's a good hand. He's they, I mean, yeah. I hate to use that like Cody Rhodes phrase for Sean Spears, but like the Miz is so he's he's criminally like overshadowed by stuff. Yeah. Or like underrated by people, and it's a crazy. He, they, him, and Rollins had that match on Raw. What was that? Uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. That was just uh, for no reason. They're just no like, reason. all right, we're we're just going to go do a pay per view match right now, and just crushed it. And I, yeah. you know, a lot of that goes to Rollins too, which is fine. But you know, anyway, just wanted to throw some flowers for the Miz. So that yeah. was cool. He's on Raw. Give yeah. him some more stuff to go off of. But I'm with you, the OC. I was that literally was just thinking the other day about. Um, I'm with you. It was like kind of like undersold about like Styles being back. That's right? the word I was looking for. That's fine. Like that was kind of <laughs> whatever. I mean, you never know with injuries now, and especially with AJ, he's getting a little bit to the older-ish side of things. So like, you never know how long it's going to take to heal, whatever. But I was like, I don't know. I don't know what made me think of it. Um, something on Twitter, like an Impact posted something at some point or something like that, and I was thinking about Gallows and Anderson, and just like. Damn, like they, they, when they left after when they came back as you know the OC, then and yeah. they left for New Japan. And like Carl Anderson was on Twitter, just like fucking never going back again. Yep. And then they did because money talks and everything, which is fine. But then they did, and it's just been like, where the hell are they? I literally can't remember anything they did. Yeah. From when they came back to AJ getting hurt, which I get was like probably a pretty quick succession and everything, but it was just like, damn, like I'm really feeling for them. I mean, obviously they're still getting paid. It's oh, not yeah. on them. They're just not on TV, but they're still getting yeah. paid. Um, but I'm glad it, I'm glad they got a draft. I got, they got drafted. I'm glad they're, they're hopefully with AJ back. They're going to hopefully get into something more. Hopefully that means me. Yim's going to get into more stuff too yeah. with her being on raw. Now I'd be into seeing her mixing it up with Bianca for the SmackDown title. Yeah. Um, I dig. I it. feel like Mia, Mitch and Mia, Mia Yim. Yeah. Um, she's just another one of those that's like she's been, she's just been like waiting for like her moment. She's been like waiting for like the opportunity in the book yeah. to like go, to to show it because she's really good. Yeah. She just they like don't give her the chance. They're just like here, you're in a tag team with Candice Lurie for a little bit here, but you guys are gonna lose a bunch. Yeah. Next, like. Yep. But she's got it. She was she's awesome. And her run when she got released, she went to Impact. Impact. She had an awesome run yes. in Impact. Yeah. And then she came back and we just haven't gotten to see anything quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, AJ's back. So maybe we'll see something. Yeah. I'm with you. Hopefully. I love, this was my favorite round. I think Lashley deserves something. Uh, okay. You know, we know he's going to lose against Roman. We get that, but it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool to see him go one-on-one. If that does happen, I think maybe like we said, theory's probably going to go to SmackDown. So maybe, that feud continues just because I think, didn't they have like a triple threat match? Like, Oh, isn't that for, that's at Puerto Rico, right? Backlash. Yeah. Reed, uh, Lashley. Theory, Lashley and Bronson Reed. Yeah. Reed. Yeah. So it continues, but I get yeah. it. Um, let's get to the final round of the first round of the draft. 
Round four, SmackDown selects damage control. That's Bailey. That's Kai. And that's Sky. Uh, selection for Raw. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura goes number two. That was really cool. SmackDown selects for um, for uh, pick three. They select the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, Dawn and Fire. Again, that's really cool. I love it. I just maybe want more out of it as in like why. And then the last pick of the final round or of the final, <laughs> last pick of round one, Indy Hartwell, your NXT champion, goes to Raw. Keith, let's hear it, brother. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, so Shinsuke, he's just back. Move him around. That's fine. Let's get him into something. Let's, I mean... Let's not have him feud with friggin' Carrion Cross, but he's gonna, so that's fine. Yeah. Whatever. He can be on whatever brand. Let's just get that one out of the way and let's get something good going for him again. Um, damage control. Save them. Somebody save them. Somebody help them. Somebody save something. I love all three of them that are in there. I don't think splitting up damage control is going to be a good thing for any of the three of them, unfortunately. Yeah. So somebody do something and somebody make this right. Um, and the NXT call-ups, I mean, for as much as I was bitching and we just talked about, like, it doesn't make sense to move champions, especially in this case, because you've literally just taken all of the women's division champions from NXT and removed them from NXT. So I don't know how that's going to work out, especially with Indy being hurt right now from that gnarly ankle, uh, spot, from that dive that just yeah. busted her ankle up. Who knows what that's going to be with there. Um... With the NXT ones, though, I feel like it's a little bit... You get a little more leeway there where it's like... It's kind of like expected that like... Well, if you're getting called up, you're going to give those titles up anyway. And that's yeah. fine because you're going up to you're going up to bigger and better things. Um, I love all three of them coming up. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Indy Hartwell. I really hope with being on the main roster with having Triple H booking her again. Um, we get some more out of her because I think she's really good in the ring. And I just think she's another one like Mia Yim. Like she just needs the chance to like be booked yeah. the right way and she can be huge. Um, so I'm really happy that she's up. I hope she gets healed up soon enough that we can see more of that quickly. Um, and Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, my only criticism of them is that I hate that Alba Fire is called Alba Fire now and she's not just still Kaylee Ray. But that's beside the point. They're both, uh, they're both great. I love the two of them. And it makes me super excited because a couple of months ago or it might even been a year ago, Piper Niven tweeted out something of like, I want to have an all Scottish women stable with like yeah. me, Isla Dawn, Alba Fire, and Nikki Cross. And I'm like, well, now the pieces are here. The puzzle pieces are all in the same friggin' box. Just put them all on the same side of the table and someone put the pieces together and let's do it. Cause yeah. I want that. I love all four of those women. That would become, that would instantly become my favorite stable. They would take over the bloodline for me or any other stable. Fuck your bullet club. Give them a Scottish women. I'm all about it. So huge that they're up there. Again, just touching back on it. I don't love that it's like champions that moved brands, but this is an easier one to solve. It's not the same as like, we're all up here. We're going to move the titles around on this thing. It's like, well, you're coming up anyway. So you have to get rid of that title because you're coming up. So yeah. Fine. Yeah. I just don't know with Hartwell. She's injured. It just makes sense to move her and drop the title or something like that. I just, uh, I don't want to see that because that's too obvious. And I think that was our, you know, if we had any issues with the draft, it's just, you know, connect the dots, make it make sense. And that just, right. maybe it's more um, entertaining to not know what's going to happen with uh, fire and uh, Dawn and also uh, Hartwell. Like we don't know they have titles. Maybe, right. maybe they merge. I don't think that's going to happen, but it's just, I don't know. 
I don't want to say it fell flat, but I just I want it more. Give me more. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Hartwell, that's much needed. I think she has, yeah. you know, been down there for a long time. Way too long. And it's it's time. And I mean, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy with the picks. I'm happy with the draft itself. I just wanted, you know, entertainment aspect of the draft. I wanted a little more, you know, I thought yeah. the presenters, was, that was really cool. You got to see Teddy Long back. That was yeah, cool. Yeah, play a dog, HB Shizzle. That was cool. JBL came out. Who else? Hayes and who else? Oh, RVD. RVD. That was really underrated. That was really cool. Yeah. yeah other than that, um, that's it. That was the night one of the draft. Night two is on Raw this yep. week. Um, That's it. Peace. Peace. <laughs>